Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Approximate Podcast. My name is Jamie French, and this is episode 31 of TGQ&A. It's the show where you ask me questions and I fumble about. How's everybody doing tonight? We are here on YouTube as per usual, and we're going to let the uh, chat room populate a little bit. And it is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. If you're a mother, do you feel like one? <laughs> do you feel like a mother? God damn it. You're one day of appreciation. Uh, uh, did you call your mom? I called my mom. Uh, she's a super lady. Do you got a super lady as a mom? I do. And uh, I should call her more often than once a year. Uh, I kid. I call my mom all the time. And you should call yours. All the time. If you live with your mother and it's just another boring day, fuck that noise. You go up, you grab that cunt, and you squeeze her real tight, and you say, I love you, Mom. And that's what you do. It's fucking Mother's Day. Uh, at least for another few hours here in Central Time. Okay, so um, stuff that's going on while we're waiting for the uh, the room to... We got, what, three people in the room right now? <laughs> this is uh, fantastic. Um, news, anything... Not much. I've been doing pretty well. Uh, we're coming in just under the wire for the weekend. I mean, these shows are supposed to happen on Friday, ideally. Uh, and I was almost I was almost about to let this one go. A big old case of the lazies almost fucking took this show over. But here we are. Made it happen. And uh, I think it's going swimmingly. How about you? This is great. Shoot me. All right. Here we go. Um <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, not a, not a whole lot, uh, going on. Uh, I, I mean, I've been feeling well. I hope you've been feeling well. This, uh, whole sobriety kick is, uh, fucking amazing. Um, I'm in good spirits and getting a lot of shit done and, uh, having a lot of fun doing it. So, uh, enough about me. Jesus Christ, I can, I'm boring myself to tears. Uh, so I had longtime listener, um, longtime caller, uh, friend of the, like, best friend of the show. I should just point that out. Best friend of the show, Evelyn. I think, uh, our, our buddy Red Fox comes in at a tie or a close second. Um, <laughs> Red Fox, I can't pick favorites. Uh, you and Evelyn, you guys are good buddies for the show. Uh, but Evelyn sent me a, uh, I think it was a, an email a few days ago asking what I thought about the care package that she sent on on episode 30. Um, I mean, she sent the package from England a long time ago. Who can count? Uh, but we unboxed it on the last episode, and it was a bunch of treats. It was a nice little care package um, uh, full of all kinds of amazing things. I'm pointing at the camera now. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud, go to fucking YouTube and watch this. Um and she asked what I thought about all the all the stuff she sent because it was mostly candies and treats. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I did. I ate every motherfucking one of the things that she sent. <laughs> uh, I was going to be sentimental about it and keep all these things as like little trinkets and heirlooms and stuff, but it, it's candy. It was going to rot. It didn't want it to go bad or anything. So I split the difference. I decided I'm going to eat all the things, but I'm going to keep all the packaging. And she was wondering um, what I thought about these things that she sent. And I got to say, 
uh, 9 out of 10, quality-wise, on everything, 9 out of 10. There's one bit of uh, one little bit of contention, but um, I will review, real quick, review the things that Evelyn sent uh, one by one. So first, let's just, let's just get the easy stuff out of the way. Uh, she sent me some official English Cadbury chocolates. Two, two bars of it. Two Willy Wonka fucking looking bars of Cadbury chocolate. One's a, a Oreo mixed with chocolate, and the other one is a Dame mixed with chocolate, which is kind of like a Heath bar here in the States. And both amazing. Both amazing. Everything that they say about Cadbury chocolate is true when, it's, when you're getting the actual genuine article from England. Loved them. Um, couldn't eat all of them. Yeah, I'm trying to watch my weight, but I shared a little bit with Stephanie. Uh, fans of the show know that that's my roommate and occasional co-host. And my official co-host, Orion Quest, who's also the drummer of my band, had some with him. Everybody loved it. We had a really good time with those. Um, so thanks for those. They were great. Then there was, uh, I think, two, three other items. There was a thing called... Um, a, 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 another like batch of chocolate, and the most remarkable thing about this, and I can't re- I can't find the packaging. I know I have it somewhere, but but they were called man sized buttons, man sized buttons. <laughs> the name alone is fucking amazing. Uh, but they were they were the equivalent of uh, Hershey's chocolates here, like flattened out Hershey's Kisses, which. They were fine. They were great. Uh, no, no problem there. Uh, not too remarkable, but um, the name, man, man-sized buttons, love them. Little round discs of chocolate uh, that are man-sized, and also buttons. Uh, <laughs> love those. Also, now we're getting. We got some. Um, you know, we had some sweet stuff, but we also had some savory stuff that she sent. Uh, and this was I. This was a, a surprise favorite. It was the the Monster Munch. I'm sure you can hear that. I'm holding up the packaging. Um, and these were surprisingly good. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. They. I was warned in that they would be hot. It says flaming hot on the thing, but I, your tongues are fucking worthless in England because this didn't even approach. I'm from fucking Texas. We eat peppers. We put that. We put fucking Tabasco sauce in our coffee just to start our day. Um, this was nothing, but it was interesting because it tasted. It tasted of. It had like a seafood kind of flavor to it, which wasn't overpowering, and wasn't like the gross kind of seafood flavor. It was. I don't know. It was gentle and it had like a really good aftertaste, and there was a little kick to it. But I, no way has it ever earned the name Flaming Hot, at least not to the American palate. Uh, but enjoyable, all the same, and uh, nice good crunch to them, and, and a silly fucking picture on the package with a big stupid uh, monster that looks like a, a blue meanie, but isn't a blue meanie. Um, you know, patent pending and copyright infringement and all of that, but I think that's what they were going for. Uh, don't let... Uh, don't let Apple Records or Paul McCartney know about this because I think I think these guys could get into some some trouble. Um, but they make a they make a nice savory snack. Anyway, uh, there was a fourth thing, and I hated it. I fucking hated it. <laughs> it was uh, the bacon fries. A didn't taste like bacon. B didn't taste like fries. C 
tasted like a they tasted like a corpse's foot a little bit a little bit like a corpse's foot and the the kind that you, you know yeah, that you're not supposed to put in your mouth and then I put it in my mouth and then I almost died so didn't like those um, maybe you sent me a bad batch but I don't recommend them um, maybe your weird fucking English tongue is all about corpse feet but I don't not me I don't like that it's not good so uh, <laughs> then of course there's always the trinket that you sent and that's uh, our our good friend Gumball Gumball from uh, the Amazing World of Gumball best cartoon ever made and uh, that's my synopsis of all the things that you sent Evelyn. And with that out of the way, we've killed some time. Thank you. You always let me kill some time. Let's get on to the questions at hand. This is TGQ&A, and we have questions to answer. Where to start? Where to start? Well, now that we're officially into the show, um, let me just address the chat room real quick. And who do we have here? We have Snake Girl Sarah says, hey, Jamie. Well, hey, Snake Girl. How you doing? Um... We also have Don Heston. That's a name I'm familiar with. Hey, Don, how you doing? Hi from Iowa. Hi from Texas. Um, and then, oh, fucking Red Fox is in the room. Hi from next to Sarah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, Fox, how you doing? <laughs> Red Fox is a, a friend of the show, um, a compatriot, a comrade. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm on her show sometimes. She's on my show sometimes. It's a uh, it's it's a good deal. Um, how you doing, Red? Uh, let's see. Um, let's dive into emails first. Let's do emails first because uh, I have a few that are a little bit old, and I want to kind of get them out of the way. So um, this email is from sometime in early April. Jesus Christ. Uh, if I were to answer it in like personally, then it would be okay to address them by name, but they said I could use it on the podcast so long as they remain anonymous. So Anonymous asks, oh boy, and it's a doozy. It's a long one. Strap in, kids. Strap in. Hold on. Let me take a drink of water here. Okay. Sorry if that uh, sounded gross. Uh, here we go. says, hi, Jamie. I have been watching your videos for a while now. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I am a straight female and was introduced to your YouTube channel through a mutual friend. Uh, I was quickly a fan. Well, Jesus Christ. I knew we had one out there somewhere. Uh, to make a long story short, I have been dating a man since Thanksgiving, and early on I heard he liked gay porn. Given my bisexual past, this did not bother me at all. He has slowly opened up to me about his interests, fantasy, if you will, uh, with trans women. Oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Um, last night, he told me he wants me to use a strap-on with him. I'm cool with that. Uh, my question to you is, should I be concerned with his sexual preference, or do you think this is just part of a healthy sex life? I have never encountered this before with a sexual partner. Uh, maybe most men have this fantasy, and out of fear of being labeled, do not tell their partner. Uh, by the way, I was really just looking for advice. Uh, you can use this on your show if you'd like. Uh, hope to hear from you. And um, there you go. Okay, so there's a little bit to unpack there, but I think it's—I uh, I don't think this is a problem at all. I don't think this is a, 
a big deal. Um, uh, especially given your background, you know, if I'm reading your, your question, right. Uh, you're, yeah, there's, there's not too many ways to poke a dude in the butt, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. Hold on. Um, things tend to be phallic shaped, you know, because, uh, holes are, you know, biological holes way back there. They tend to conform to that specific shape. So when some when a guy asks you to do this thing that's very pleasurable to a guy, you know, there's all kinds of nerves and and prostate glands and things happening back there that can be very very pleasurable. It's very, I don't know, it's it's anything that you try to do back there is can be seen as gay from like a visual level because everything's shaped like a dick basically. So when when your guy asks you to use a strap on, well, no, it doesn't mean he's gay. It just means he needs that part of his body paid attention to, and it just happens that the shape of the thing that pleasures that part of the body, you know, in a nice good roundabout fashion, is fucking dick shaped. You should uh, uh not take that into account. I mean, there's there's really no other kind of thing you could stick up his ass that's got. Uh, well, there's all kinds of things, of course, but nothing that's really going to get the job done, like a uh, a dildo or another penis if he's gay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't worry about it too much. I think you're fine. I think he's fine. Um, and you, what, here's here's the thing: you don't need to talk to me about this. Uh, you're, you need to talk to him about this because that's what being in a relationship is all about. Now, you're showing a high level of concern and appreciation towards the person that you're dating by asking for advice. But the kind of questions that you're asking should now be directed to your partner. And you guys need to have... Uh, you guys need to open up to each other and have a conversation about this and let it be weird and embarrassing and awkward at first guys go through that together go through that first step of open communication about a taboo subject or it's a shame that it is taboo but right now it could be seen as taboo and and together trip down that path to where you both are understanding that, oh, no, this is – we were both being silly, worrying about this. Now we're at a point of honesty, and we could talk to each other um, uh, like the way that we talk to ourselves when thinking about these issues. And it feels safe, and it feels fine, and and that's where you want to be. The, the subject matter at hand is not the important thing. You guys will – figure that out. You'll get there. This is an opportunity for you guys to become really close, kick-ass partners, to to be real people in the face of other people, you know, a, a real point of understanding. So how about you do that? How about don't worry about the preferences. Don't worry about the gay. Don't worry about the physical actions of the dildos and the things and the whatever that it means. Use this as an opportunity to communicate. Um, so I hope that answers your question there. That's the best I can do on such long notice. Uh, <laughs> so now what we're going to do is we're going to go, uh, wouldn't you know it, <laughs> fucking Evelyn, saving the day again. 
Uh, and she's saving the day in advance because this is from April 22nd. <laughs> uh, Evelyn says, um, she has th- four, four questions. Ah, oh, geez. Okay. So <laughs> Evelyn says, let's just start off with number one. Uh, I was playing a game with some friends where you needed to make up a film made up from words pulled at random. Mine was Pyro Porn Star. Uh, where a porn actor gets ripped off by a production company uh, one time too many and goes on a petrol-fueled rampage, taking out everyone that wronged them. Uh, Would this be a film that you'd watch? Ah, okay. Well, you basically just put... You basically just replaced um, Drew Barrymore with the porn star in Firestarter. So it's a film I have watched, and... I enjoyed it. It wasn't the best film in the world, but it tried, and it was okay. And I don't know, maybe if we updated Firestarter, switched out the eight-year-old Drew Barrymore part with a porn star, you know, kind of uh, uh, maybe, maybe. That could be interesting. It'd have to be done by deft hands, though, because it's, it's the kind of idea that could easily be a trauma film. Um, you'd want to give that to, um, oh, who who would be good at that? Uh, the fucking, and I can't think of his name because I already got it. Right. No, 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 it's too silly of an idea. It's the guy that did fucking Fight Club. Um, and uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo and a bunch of other amazing films. And I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Room, can you help me out? What's the name of the guy, of the director that did uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo? Jesus Christ, Alien 3. Uh, why can't I think of his name? <laughs> anyway, that should that should be the guy that does the film. But now I'm starting to feel like the premise might might be too silly for him. I don't know. I don't know. Um But anyway, yeah, it's it's a film I I'd probably watch. If 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 somebody that appreciated goofy films like sat me down and said, Let's watch this tonight. Let's order some pizza. Uh let's just watch a bullshit fun thing yeah i'd watch that um so question two david fincher motherfucker david fincher i think if if the script was just right that would really be good for david fincher um and that's based solely off of his work for a girl with the dragon tattoo uh i think he could do some some kind of for lack of a better term revenge porn pretty well and so long as the script is, you know, handled with, like, a deft touch, you know. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, number two, uh, if you were open to – I'm sorry. If you were to open a kiosk selling Philly cheesesteaks, what would you call it? Easy. It's always yummy in Philadelphia. Bam! Bam! Hot fire. <laughs> it's – um. I should be shot for that pun. Uh, but <laughs> – Cheesesteaks, motherfucker. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go with that. It's always yummy in Philadelphia. (laughs) Number three, uh, if you were to buy a new car, what would you consider vital equipment uh, that would have to come as standard? Oh, very easy. Automatic transmission. That's it. I am, I drive like a grandma. (laughs) I kind of smell like a grandma. I just, and I need it to work. I just need it to, I don't want to have to think about driving my car because foot math is hard. 
and uh, yeah, uh, automatic transmission. That's all I require in life. <laughs> uh, number four was Pac-Man. Uh, a hold on, this is worded weird. Was Pac-Man pretty transition in? Oh, okay, okay. I see autocorrect. Uh, was Pac-Man pre-transition and Miss Pac-Man post-transition? No, no, because they were married. Unless we were watching like a really weird kind of like Black Mirror episode this entire span of 40 years where they were actually one and the same person and it was like this like weird uh, kind of dual personality trip where Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man happened to marry themselves. I don't know. Uh, but I, I no, I don't think so because there's comic books and cartoons and video game sequels where they're obviously dating or married and they you know inhabit the same universe side by side so i don't think one is the other uh but interesting thought i mean you know i'm sure some asshole out there that's all weird uh probably made some fanfic about just that thing so you know google that um (laughs) i think that's all for emails right now uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn to the room because uh, we're going to transition to um, our Discord room. Uh, yeah. By the way, we uh, I have a Discord uh, server, um, and I'll talk about that later. But I have a, a place where more questions can be found. Um, but before I get there and talk all about that, let me address the room because it is it is on fire right now. Um, okay, so we got a person named, uh, okay, hold on, hold on, I gotta start a little back up. Um, hey Jamie, uh, this is from Kira J, says, hey Jamie, looking beautiful, thank you, you're incorrect, but I appreciate it all the same. Uh, Red Fox says, Sarah is sad that you didn't recognize her, also check out the burner line. Um, I would check out, and first of all, sorry, Sarah, I'm, um, I'm still learning everybody's name. Uh, I can't check the burner line right now because I gotta. It's it is literally a burner line, and I gotta put some more minutes on it before I can uh, check any of the texts that've been coming in. That's my fault. I'll get to that technical difficulty. That's what we'll chalk it up to. Um, then we have uh, Mito Med says greetings. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just great, and welcome to the show. Uh, it's always good to see some fresh faces. Uh, Snowden says, hi, everyone. Uh, so everybody say hi to Snowden. We got a person named, um, Slackboy1 says, uh, don't talk to him about it. Stuff all of those feelings deep down inside you and never speak about them ever again. It's the only way to have a healthy relationship. You know, I agree with that. I agree. Talking about the, the lady with the, with the gay boyfriend, um, I agree. I think you stuff all of that way, way down. And then what happens is when you're on your deathbed and you're ready to go, you take all of that anger and you take out as many people as you can. Bring them with you while, you know, because you, you're dying. And so you just, that's when you use all of that repression and anger and anxiety and confusion and dark thoughts and, and twisted ideas. And you just... You you take out the entire hospice. You just take them all out and bring them with you, you know? So you kind of get like this like uber kill at the end of your life. That's what you do. So um, thanks. Uh, was it Slackboy? Thanks, Slackboy, for that advice. I agree. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, and Slack Boy comes in, uh, says David Fincher. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Red Fox says, in reference to that director, was that the U.S. or Swedish version? It was the U.S. version. The Swedish version was done by Hershel's Jules uh, mind the uh, umlauts. Uh, let's see. Slackboy says you could also let Oliver Stone have fuck Oliver Stone. Hack, fucking hack. I don't like no Oliver Stone. I got over that shit when I was fucking twenty. Fucking hack. Um, just a bad filmmaker. Just a bad filmmaker. You know, j- being um, being contentious and uh, you know, having like a being like a firebrand isn't a does not equal good filmmaking, you know, hype and, you know, having a, a fucking a, a weirdo personality does not mean you're a good filmmaker. It just means you, you fucking attract other idiots, you know. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm getting lost here trying to read these things. But uh, Oliver Stone can go fucking suck a big one. Um Let's see, Alex Tail says, the Discord is a pretty chill place. Well, yeah, and we'll talk about that at the end of the show. And Kira J says, uh, bless babe, how's the not drinking and smoking going? All the best. Hi, Room. It's, dude, it's going really well, and I fucking love it. Now, I do, honestly, honestly, I have a crutch, and it's been, you know, I brought it up on previous episodes. I quit smoking cigarettes and tobacco products in, in, during Thanksgiving in November, and I'm trying to wean myself off of the nicotine by doing the vape. And uh, it's it's working out pretty well. I mean, you don't really see me even hitting the vape too much during the episodes. And that's where I tend to hit it the most. Um, so that's going really well. And the not drinking has uh, just been amazing. I it's there's a there's a lot to unpack there because there's a lot of history behind it. Um and I'll have a, and I keep threatening to do this, but I will have an episode eventually one day where I just talk about what what it means to be an alcoholic, what it is to quit drinking, what it is to go through this incredibly long process of trying to quit drinking and recognizing your problems, and then you know drinking your problems away. All the all the weird little things that that are a part of what it is to drink. Um, I will try to have a, a decent episode about that at some point. Probably going to be a flagship show and not a TG Q and A. <clears throat> anyway, let's get back to. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I think that ends it for the room for now. So let me use this pause as an opportunity to get to our Discord room. Uh, I have a TG Q and A channel in my Discord server, and some people have asked some questions. So let's go ahead and see what we can answer. Uh, do 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 do. So, uh, a user called The Dude, a member of the server, um, says, what work would you be doing if you weren't making porn? They also say, have you ever tripped on something in public around a ton of people? Uh, okay, well, what would I be doing if I wasn't doing porn? Uh, jeez. Okay, well, honestly... I mean, I'm ambitious enough to where I still would have been doing something that related to entertainment. It's just that I would have a day job on the side while trying to do it. Um, it, 
the whole reason I got into porn was because it was it was a way to live a fantastical dream that also guaranteed a way to get paid. Unlike being a musician where that's a dream, that's a to be able to be recognized and paid for your creative endeavors is that's that's a lottery ticket, you know. Um but in porn I I saw that as viable. Like I could also like I could live this dream but also still get paid because uh and and this is where I got to take a aside a and say that in many ways porn's a lottery ticket too because not everybody is oh god this is going to sound awful this is just going to sound awful but i just happened to be i just happened to come in just under the wire or or just over it whatever where people would be willing to pay to see pictures and moving pictures of me at least to some degree, at least to enough of a degree where I didn't have to work a day job and and I could be my own boss. And so in that way, I am very fortunate. In that way, it has been a bit of a lottery ticket. But as soon as I saw that was an opportunity, I decided to jump the fuck on that boat. Why wouldn't you want to stay home all day and make money however you see fit? You know, it's the, the parameters are simple. And, you know, the the entry level into success is very, like, the bar is very low as to what needs to be done in order to make a, a quote-unquote career out of this. Um, so, yeah, jumped on that like fucking gangbusters. And uh, that did make sense. But uh, if if that wasn't an option... If I was born physically different than what I am now and and I couldn't use it or it wouldn't have occurred to me to use it, um, then I probably would have spent a lot more time uh, chasing music and not even like the songwriting being in a band trying to be famous part, but I probably would have become a sound person, you know, um, uh, you know, like in an actual club, like a real paying gig, at least a part-time paying gig. Uh, right now, I am kind of a sound person, but for production, and it's only when I make myself available for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'd do. I'd still somehow be in the arts, uh, but I would probably also have to hold down a day job. I'd probably want to kill myself. Um, I had enough of working a fucking nine to five. Uh, I started work when I was 16. I stopped officially working my last on the grid job when I was 25. And during that whole, um, nine years of, of working, I cursed the fucking day that I was fucking ever born because working for somebody else sucked so much. Uh, I have a real big problem with authority um, I have a real, I'm fucking, uh, in my core, I'm nihilistic, and I know that none of the manual labor or customer service work I'd ever done, I'd gone through 30 jobs, meant nothing, and I felt like all of my time was being sucked out of my life, and 
I didn't care how much it paid me because the money didn't mean anything. I wanted time to be an art fuck, you know. I wanted time to learn all the chords and play guitar and and pursue a life of making things and just just making enough money to get by to put some food in my stomach and a roof over my head was killing me as a person. So anyway, the the moment that I had an opportunity to jump ship, I fucking did. And I I mean it's been all, 13 years since I became a sex worker and 12 years since I've entered into porn and I haven't had to I haven't had to back out or hold a day job or a part-time job or go homeless in all that time. Now, I've made it by the skin of my teeth from time to time, but uh this is this I'm I'm meant to work this. You know, I don't believe in destiny or fate or anything, but I'm I'm literally built to do this and so I have to pursue it and uh, use all the opportunities that it creates uh, to pursue all the other things that I love. And and life is funky and weird, and I say that now, but I don't – that's the beautiful thing of having something like this is that you don't know where the future can take you, but you know it's probably going to be pretty cool. Um, I don't feel hopeless. I feel like like life has opportunities. Um, so I, I don't even like to imagine what else I would be doing if I wasn't doing this. I mean, fuck, dude, I get to hang out with you and take your questions and, and hopefully be entertaining and have a show. And I couldn't, I wasn't going to be able to do that without porn. Porn allowed me the time and the opportunity to do all these weird little things and, um, and make new friends and, and create new opportunities. And so, yeah. I don't fuck fuck another job. I don't, it's not even worth fucking uh, thinking about. <laughs> but thank you for the question. That's awesome. Uh, let's see if there's where are we at on time? Thirty four minutes already. Jesus Christ! I fucking my gums flap like a motherfucker. Uh, let's see if there's another question in Discord I can answer before we move on to the curious cat questions. That's curiouscat.me backslash Jamie French. It's just a place where you can ask questions and I can either answer them in real time or I can answer them on the show. I kind of use it as a dump uh, for questions to use on the show when uh, when the when the weeks are thin. <laughs> um, so let's see. We have, oh, Lucy C.D. Slut says, uh, gotta love these names. Uh, hmm. How did you get into the foot fetish scene? I don't know that there's a, that I've ever been a part of a scene where foot fetish was the name of the game. Um, if you're asking how I developed a foot fetish, I don't know. I've done some reading on it. Um, anybody that's wondering, uh, I've I've kind of made a name for myself in my early days of porn. Actually, mid <laughs> early to mid <laughs> days in porn of uh, showcasing a lot of foot fetish work. Um, and that was by design, uh, cause it was a thing I'm really into. And if you're going to shoot porn, you should shoot things that you're really into. You know, it just, it helps sell the scene. Anything that you're enjoying is, you know, that's the thing that's worth paying for because you're transferring that information to a wide audience. And so you can, <clears throat> looks like somebody's knocking on the door. Stephanie. This is uh, screwing up my show, so let's go ahead and see if I can make something out of this. Go ahead. Answer. <laughs> hey, what's up? How are you doing? There you go. Uh, it's going to be 
Wow, this is fantastic. So what we're doing is we're witnessing a pizza delivery here during the podcast. <laughs> this is fantastic. I hope you guys can hear all this. Okay. So that was Stephanie ordering a pizza. That was a bit that we came up with. Uh, planned on it for like fucking three weeks. Ah, Jesus Christ, shoot me. Anyway, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, foot fetish stuff. Anyway, to answer your question is, uh, so I looked into it and um, it turns out, and I don't know if this is right or not, but I read that kids that weren't breastfed um, tend to spend a lot of their time on the ground and they're always seeing their fucking mom's feet. And so they start to make an early association with femininity and feet. And if they're in later days, when they're becoming sexually mature, they start to relate that shit. And then people that were breastfed are always around tits all day. And when they become sexually mature, everything's about tits. And I was never a big fan of tits. Um, but I was always a big fan of feet and then and then to, to learn that I was raised on fucking goat's milk because I couldn't drink uh, breast milk. It, it like it all kind of tangentially makes sense. There's a lot of uh, correlation, but I don't know if there's any causation. Um, so if anything, it probably comes from really early days. Uh, but I was never part of a scene. It was just always a thing that was part of my brains somewhere in the back there. Um, oh shit. So Foxy is just recently put something in the discord and this will be, this will be the last one that I read before I get to curious cat, because I do not want to go over, oh shit, 45 minutes. We're at 38 minutes. Uh, let's see my questions from the line thoughts on the near prospects for uterine transplants and pregnancy for trans women. Also, why do you think it seems like trans gals post-ops seem to get pushed out of the adult film industry? Jesus Christ, man. That's that's what you want me to answer? I'll tell you what. We are going to save that. That's going to be the opening question for next week's show because that's going to take all the fucking – that's going to take 30 38 minutes to fucking explain on its own. Thank you, Fox. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie, and thank you, Fox, for ruining my show. If it's not a pizza, it's a laborious question. I can't win. I can't win. And that means my listeners can't win. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so let's go to Curious Cat real quick. <laughs> real quick. Real quick and uh, see if we can wrap this up. And, uh, of course, last questions will be answered from the chat room. And thank you guys so much for being here live uh, during the show. Those that made it to YouTube. Um Okay, so we got Aunt, uh, Anonymous says, um, oh, well, great, very simple. Just longing to kneel and greet you. There's no, no need for that rise, rise, citizen. Uh, I'm, not a, <laughs> I'm not a jerk that way, and I'm not domineering um, like that. Just, uh, just be cool and groovy, and it's nice to meet you, and just say hi. And uh, I promise uh, I won't bite, but it sounds like maybe that's what you're looking for. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to disappoint. I feel like a failure. I feel like I failed you. Can we be friends? We can be friends. Why can't we be friends? Can we? That was not the melody for that at all. Um, and last questions. 
are going to come from <laughs> the YouTube chat room. Uh, I'm having way too much and not enough fun all at the same time. Uh, so, uh, TL says, can I ask anything? Uh, TL, you may ask anything you want. Uh, let's see. Kira J says, uh, Jamie, do you think your sexual side wouldn't be so advanced or open if it weren't for working? No, 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 no. I was, it's, I'm, I always had that. That's why I can work in the industry that I'm in. Yeah, I was like, I was already preloaded and I just, like, I was a bullet that just needed to find the right shaped gun to be put into, you know? Um, the, the industry didn't affect me. I was, I was purpose made or purposed, um, developed for, uh, an industry like this. Um, let's see. I, I mean, that, I mean, that makes it sound like somebody was like, well, it makes it sound like I believe in God or something. It's, it's not, it's just that I, I just, I, I just happen to have all the right flavors in place, all the, all the right locking mechanisms lined up and and it made sense that there would be a business for somebody like me you know um i just fit it um now how successful i am at it is a whole other case but i definitely fit it and i've you know done as well as as i'm predisposed to do in this business uh, <laughs> So let's get let's get a couple more before I play you guys out with the song because we are at that fucking golden mark. We're at the 41, 42 minute mark. That's awesome. Um, Red Fox says, great joke, best timing. Uh, thank you. I hope you were talking about me. I don't remember telling any jokes, uh, but I trust your opinion. Uh, Red Fox says, um, Sarah said, will you know my name? You know, it's taken me years to learn. It's taken me two years to learn Evelyn's name correctly without calling her something else. So no guarantees. Uh, <laughs> Kira J says, cool. Thank you for answering anytime. And with that, I really appreciate you guys' questions. And we can talk about anything. We can You can ask anything you want. I love that you're here. And so let me wrap up the show by telling you that uh, that I have a Discord server and that you should go join it. It's been blowing up. We're almost at 300 members right now, and it's really just a cool place to hang out. Um, it's, you know, it's the Jamie French server, so there's a lot of shit about me, but my my ability to be interesting is finite, so uh, there's a lot of other rooms that we're building that's for y'all, that has nothing to do with me. Um, so that everybody has a chance to shine, a chance to speak, uh, uh, places where, you know, within my server where you can make new friends and, and it's fucking cool and groovy and we, and it's, it's, we try to make it as, uh, drama free as possible. It's just a cool place where everybody can get along and, and, and play nice and, uh, just have a good time and just talk to people and fucking relax and, um. And I hope it keeps growing at the rate that it's growing because it's been fucking awesome so far. Uh, so you can find a link to the Discord in the uh, descriptions on this video. Please do visit it. Please do join. We are more than happy to have you, and everyone's welcome. Um, and yeah, uh, I guess that's it for now. So let me play us out with a song. And I don't know what the song's going to be, uh, but it's going to start with a C. And then an A. 
and then an E, and then an A. And you know why? Because it's TGQ&A. All right, good night, everybody. We will see you next week, and I'll catch all of our server buddies at the Discord. All right, see you in a second. Bye.